Welcome. You are listening to the Better Together podcast with Callie and Rosario Picardo. We take on topics involving marriage, ministry, parenting, communication, relationships, and other subjects that our listeners want to hear more about. Welcome to another episode of the Better Together Podcast. My name is Rosario Picardo, and I'm here with my co-host... Callie Picardo, and we've got a really fun guest today. We've got Kamisha Chambers, and Kamisha is the Associate Pastor of Church for All People in Columbus, and she is also the president of For Charis, which Charis is the word for grace in, in Greek, right? I think that's great. Yeah. Um, it's a 22-year-old parachurch ministry based out of Cincinnati that helps with culturally competent, trauma-informed care for those who have complex PTSD. And um, Kamisha is also a student at United Theological Seminary doing some really interesting doctor of ministry work. So Kamisha, welcome. We're so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Oh, well, you've been doing some awesome uh, research and work on your doctor of ministry program, really around the power of music to do some healing. Will you tell us a little about it? Yes, gladly. I am so grateful to be able to do this work. It is my life's work, my life's calling, and I didn't realize it until I got to United. I um, am really in the throes and in the thick of things and studying how music therapy has really aided in trauma healing. And so my title, what I'm looking at is spiritual cultivation and trauma healing through music therapy, and really looking at the gift that music is to us. We see it in the scriptures when we look at the story of King Saul and when he was dealing with that spirit that was tormenting him and how one of the things that really stuck out to me uh, that United really started to train us in is really looking at the text and looking at what it's saying and even going deeper to figure out other meanings of things. And when I saw the servant explicitly say a skilled musician, not just any kind of musician, but really deliberately saying skilled musician, I started thinking about what does that mean? And then looking at the concept around music therapy, and I'm like, David was a music therapist. We didn't really have that official title for him, right? But he was actually a music therapist. And so looking at what all of that means and what is music therapy and what is this gift that we have from God. And so started doing a deeper dive into that and began to recognize the power of music, how music is transformational, how music is a healing agent, certain frequencies began to heal us and how music carries us through traumatic times and then started looking at 
the Black race and our relationship with music and started looking at the Great Migration and how music was deeply embedded in the Great Migration. And then looking at the whole Harlem Renaissance movement, how it all came together and how, you know, Black Americans truly came alive with the gift of music and the healing power of music showed how we were able to progress through really, really challenging times. And so I started seeing a whole connection with it all and have been so in love with this concept. So I'm really excited about what I have been learning and really seeing how music is a true gift from God. Well, it sounds like you have a book right there in the making. I hope I'm serious. I, I hope that you will make that. I know you'll publish it for your dissertation, but I think yes. there's a book in there for for the public to read as well. You know what, Dr. Raj, you're saying the same thing that um, Dr. Mack said in our session, and I need to start paying attention to these signs. <laughs> I think I just got another sign this morning. Yeah, well, we can't wait to read that book. I mean, Kamisha, how do we use music for healing? I mean, there are a lot of, like... I mean, do I need to go to a music therapist? Are there some ways that I just as a random person can use music in my own life? Yeah, you know, it's it's a beautiful gift if you're able to go to a music therapist. But if you're not, if you just take the time to really listen to your body, be in tune with your body, see how you feel when something challenging arises, and then in, incorporate or introduce music to yourself. And there's many genres of music. And so if you are looking to have a calming, um, something to bring you down a little bit, if you, if you're a person who is strictly in the gospel world, introducing yourself to worship music, right. And, and that's seeing how that begins to help you. If you are looking at, okay, I could kind of edge out of the Christian music world for a second and look at like neo soul or soft jazz or things of that nature. Um, seeing how your body responds when you introduce yourself to those kinds of genres and see if you calm down, check your pulse, check your heart rate, um, seeing how you're feeling because those particular genres of music, the downbeats, all of those different things actually help. And it's a concept that we talk about known as rhythmic entrainment. And so when you are listening to certain beats and certain sounds and certain tones, it will actually help to calm your, your heart rate and it will actually help to bring you to a calm state of being. So it would be great if we could all have a music therapist in our life, but if not, just connecting with music and seeing how you feel after you introduce yourself to certain genres of music. That's really cool. I think it makes me think, you know, I've always, when I was in school, I always heard, you know, classical music's great for studying. There's something about yes. there. And when I'm getting tired, I'm like, I need to find some upbeat music to yes. like wake me up and get yes. me going again. But I think too, some about the like, how it's used in the scores of movies. I mean, I think like Jaws, that, uh, da, da, you, know, that you hear that and you're like, oh, yes. no, I need to get away from any water, period. You know, that it kind of induces, it can induce fears that like thinking about like your body's response to different kinds of music. Oh, that's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And another thing that was so interesting that I learned, if you think about like when you're in a restaurant and if you're eating, um, if they are wanting you to like, if you, you know, typically they'll try and say, oh, an hour, hour and a half, you know, for a person to sit and enjoy a meal. And after that hour and a half, they start coming back around with the, oh, is there anything we can get you? You need any more water? You need any more of that? And so sometimes some places like turn up their music and make it really uncomfortable for you. So where you're like, all right, I'm out, you know, that's a sign of rhythmic entrainment. Or if you go to like the store and, you know, they're playing like some great music, you're in there dancing, bopping around, enjoying yourself. You'll stay longer. You stay longer. You might buy more statistics show that it's around 26%, I believe, um, increase in um, sales. If you stay in a place longer and if you enjoy the music that you're hearing, you're inclined to stay longer and buy more. So music has really powerful properties. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Where have you um, practically, I mean, for you to have this passion to study it, what's been your personal experience or testimony maybe, or that you've heard yeah, or witnessed? Like, does this like really how, work? Have you seen this work like, in your what, own life? What led this, what led you in this passion? Yeah. So two things I'm thinking of what led me here, you know, it's so crazy. Um, Cause Dr. Raj, you were my faculty consultant before you shifted into your own um, group and Y'all really sat with me and had me think about my life story, but you also gave me that warning of don't come in thinking you know everything. Be open to the symphonic movement of the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, whatever. I know what I'm going to do. This is what I think I'm going to be here for. And that's it. And when I actually listened to what you all said and really started with my spiritual autobiography, I'm like, whoa. They actually might know what they're talking about. And it shifted completely from what I thought it was going to be. And when I listened to the spirit, I'm like, okay. And so by you all getting us in the first semester and really pushing us beyond our comfort zones and really coming into terms with who we are and what our experiences have been, I recognized that trauma was always a part of my life. And it was, it started in utero. And so looking at, oh my God, I've had to go through these different phases of life with so many traumatic experiences, but the church and worship and arts and music and all of those things were the things that helped me to deal with it. I mean, from bullying in the church that I had to endure as a PK kid. I mean, it was so many things. And my parents put me in spaces where praise dancing and singing and choir and all of that uh, was something that I was able to do. And I was able to, A, uh, heal in some spaces around the hurt that I was going through, but then also drew closer to God. And so when I was able to make that correlation and then see, okay, this is in the Bible where it's actually biblically based, That was how I really started to see my own life in the stories of the Bible and around trauma and music killing me. And then the theory got put to test recently um, where I was like, if I didn't, you know, want to know if this thing worked, God was like, I'm going to make sure you know. And so I'm in the middle of research implementation and really sharing all this greatness, all this research, all this work. 
and had a scare, a health scare, a deep health scare uh, this past week. And it was right in the middle of research implementation, right in the middle of our group. And um, my doctor had noticed some changes in my body. And so I had to have a, a mammogram and an ultrasound. And I was terrified. I'm not 40 yet, you know? And so that wasn't even on the radar for me to have that. But I was thinking she sees something and feels something. I'm feeling something. Perhaps there's something that's there. Oh my God, what is going on? So I'm crying. It's like five minutes before group is starting and I'm a bloody mess. And my music therapist was able to work with me through that. She facilitated the group and storytelling is linked to trauma healing. And so I was really transparent with the participants, shared this is what's going on with me. They began to share their own stories. So that was the first form of healing. But then we started talking about music and its cognitive effects and how we introduce music into the brain, how the brain lights up and how that actually, when you have a traumatic experience and when you introduce music, they can't coexist. And so allowing that music Music to overtake and to be in that space with people. My mood actually elevated by the time I was done. I mean, I knew I had challenges and things that I was facing, but the fact of the matter remains is that this theory works. I came in hurt, broken, crying, dealt with the topic of music, introduced myself to some soft jazz, talked with some people about it, ended my session in a totally different state of being. Um, so yeah, I know that was like a long way <laughs> around, a long-winded answer, but I, it was twofold for me what you were saying. And I'm sorry that you've had to go through that, but how powerful that God used the work you're doing yes. to minister to you personally in that. Kamisha, I've heard mm-hmm. you mention something before, uh, headphones. Tell, tell us about headphones are powerful, right? Yes. Uh, Dr. Alice Cash, she is phenomenal in this space. So Dr. DeForia Lane has been known nationally and internationally for her work. Dr. Alice Cash as well around music and neurological effects. And so she specifically, specifically stated that when you wear headphones and headphones with music, it goes directly into the eighth cranial nerve and it actually helps to stabilize heart rate and it brings you to a calm state of being. So your pulse is, is, it goes back to its regular state of being. Your heart rate is calmer. Your breathing is the way it should be. And so there's a healing element that comes when you listen to headphones physically, there's a healing element that comes that actually, um, brings your body to its natural state of being where it should be. So I was thinking about this recently when I was flying and traveling through an airport and there's something about airports that I'm like, it just raises my anxiety. Like, yes, where do I need to be? Am I going to get there on time? Do I have to get this? Like, what if, what if they change my flight? What if there's a play? And like, just all all the fun, natural, (laughs) like, Challenges that can happen with travel. And so I was walking from one terminal to the other and I was in a rush, but I was like, I must stop, pause, put my headphones in, put on some worship music. And I I started bopping around. I'm getting to travel with Jesus. I mean, you know, it does. I'm starting noticing that more when I listen to music, if I put headphones on and there is, there's something different. It kind of gets in a little deeper somehow. Yes. 
Yes, definitely. It goes right into that eighth cranial nerve. And it is all, um, and even when you, you're listening to certain types of music that you love and you have positive memory association with, it immediately boosts your mood and it immediately puts you in a better state of being. So emotionally, you feel better. Uh, your heart rate, like you said, being anxious, I'm sure you know your heart rate was probably a little more intensified and things of that nature. But when you were able to connect with the music and put it on and listen, it calmed your heart rate and it boosted your mood and made you feel better. So yeah, it it has so many healing properties. It's absolutely, um, it's phenomenal in so many ways, but it's so intriguing. Like, God, you are, you created this gift of music and we say it a lot, but this really is a gift. Yeah. It really is. We've been mm-hmm. we've been using it with our kids too because yep. yes! they're five, three, and one, and so oh. you know they get afraid or they they get uh, upset or they get mm-hmm. angry and they don't mm-hmm. they're having trouble kind of if, uh, getting into figuring out how to calm themselves down with mm-hmm. our emotions. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we'll sing to them, and so we we mm-hmm. sing a lot of Jesus loves me. And mm-hmm. sometimes yes. uh, if they can't calm themselves down, I'm like okay, mommy's going to sing it. You try to join in. You try to yeah. sing it with me. And it's amazing. Like it, it works. And yes. then I'll tell I'll try to tell him, okay, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you're scared, you can sing Jesus loves me to your stuffed mm-hmm. animals. You don't have to wake up mommy and daddy. Mm-hmm. For some reason, <laughs> you don't want to wake up mommy and daddy. Like I had a bad dream. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll, come, I'll come sing to you. But trying to help them give themselves those tools. Yeah. Them calm down and uh, handle those strong emotions that sometimes little kids don't know what to do with. Yeah. Yeah. Someone wanted to try this out. What do you recommend uh, using headphones, finding different music that maybe they're not accustomed to kind of maybe guide like practically, you know, putting putting the dissertation to work. So how are you going to test this? Like, how do you how do you test this? Um and you probably have already done that, but if I want to get started, what advice Roz would needs, you give Roz me? needs calming down too much. Yes. Life. Take, take your patient, Roz. Yeah. What does he need to do, Dr. Kamisha? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's so many different um, ways. One of the things that I heavily encourage is for an individual who's wanting to get engaged in this space is to identify five to seven songs that are that can that can contribute to your musical story right like all of us have a story we talk about the power of individual stories and we even talk about the power of storytelling and so as we're telling the stories what songs actually can go along with that so for me I took the time to really engage with music in a way that is helpful and is practical. And so I looked at what what's my musical story. And so I love songs like Mary J. Blige, Good Morning Gorgeous. I love um, any song. You put anything with Jay Moss in front of me and I'm like, yes, I don't even care what it is. I just love Jay Moss. 
<laughs> He's a, a, an amazing gospel artist whose songs have gotten me through so many tough times. Him, Fred Hammond, same way, right? And so starting there with figuring out what songs speak to me, what songs mean something to me and why. Um, journaling and chronicling all of that, I think is a really big help too, because it's helping you to be more in tune with yourself and figure out what artists do I like? What genre of music do I like? Okay, this makes me feel better. So if a tough situation comes in my life, I have a point of reference. I can go back to this song and see how it helps me to feel. And then it'll become a snowball effect. And before you know it, you'll have four, five, six, 10, 12 different playlists for different moods, right? And so it's literally a starting point of you connecting with you and connecting with self and figuring out what works for me? What what really truly speaks to me? Why does it speak to me? And finding more ways to connect. And if a person doesn't want to do that, I get it. There are other things that you can do from TED Talks, like listening to different, um, there are a lot of um, music therapists and individuals in the neurological or the neuroscience space that have produced um, different things around this. And so you'll get a chance to educate yourself on what does this mean? How does this connect with the brain? What is the cognitive effects of music in this space? And so there's so many different ways, but I think the easiest, best, most fun way is to see who you are and see what kind of music speaks to you. Like Mary J. Blige, My Life. I love that song. I also love Be Happy. I love the song Happy by Pharrell. You know, there's so, and, I, and so I think that when we step outside of the box a little bit and realize that there's some really, really good music in all genres of music. I even love country music. And I discovered that as I've gotten into this work, right? So um, that's the fun part of it all, figuring out who you are, figuring out what speaks to you, thinking about good positive memory association, even from a child, um, teenage years, adult years. um, What songs do I love if you have a husband or a wife? What songs do you share together that you love? So it's really just figuring out your story and and attaching uh, your musical component to it as well. Oh, I love that. Well, I'm, I'm feeling a challenge yeah. for our listeners. Our challenge yes. is to make your own playlist to yes. either hop on YouTube or Spotify or whatever your go-to spot is for music and make your own playlist. Think about what some of the songs are and start with five to seven and you might add to it as you go, yeah. but start figuring out, okay, what is my playlist when I'm stressed? What is my playlist when... I just, I just need a little pick me up. What, what is my playlist that points me toward the Lord? You know, whatever it is, whatever you need, you might have multiple playlists for different moods, but at least start with one, try making yourself a playlist and see how it impacts your life over the coming weeks. That's it. I have, you said it best. I have a playlist for everything. I have a school playlist. I realized that because, you know, in this process, there's a lot of writing, a lot of research. And I realized I could not listen to my like cooking or cleaning playlist when I'm trying to study. It is straight classical because that's the only way I'm going to focus. But, you know, I can't carry the classical music into my cleaning time because then I'm like, what? You know, so it's literally different genres for different 
moments in life. And so, yeah, figuring out what those playlists look like and figuring out what you connect with. And I always say everybody has been has been created for a reason. We all are special. We all are dope in our own ways. And to figure out more of who we are is one of the greatest things that we can do for ourselves. And music can really aid in that space. So yes, before you know it, we all go have about 12 different playlists. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. This has been such a blessing and encouragement to us personally. And we're praying it is for listeners as well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was such a joy. It it was our pleasure. And thanks for sharing your heart with us today. And hey, uh, listeners, share this podcast with someone that might need a little bit of rhythm in their life and recovery (laughs) Um, because we know that music has that healing property. Yes. Be blessed.